What's going on, everybody? Back with another podcast, and today I got very special guests with me. Let's get into it. right but your left and on my left but your right got fifi got eddie here and i grew up with these two guys they mean so so much to me so i'm glad to have you guys on the podcast i'm glad to be here glad to be here man you um, already know good <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be great because this is just gonna be we're gonna talk about everything I know. You know, we're going to talk about everything. But first, um, how was it like? Because we all grew up in the manor, right? Sure. So how was it like for you guys, like your own personal experiences growing up in the manor? Uh, personally, the manor is like a great place. I feel like I don't know how to explain it. In a sense, you know, you guys know I came later because... Originally, I was from Ghana. Okay, you know, I want to I I talk about that, too. Like, yeah. how I was growing up in Ghana, but go ahead. Yeah, just. yeah, like, you know, growing up in Ghana, born and raised, came to America, moved into the manor. You know, at first, you know, the manor had a great community in the sense of, like, those all types of different ethnicities in the manor. Mm-hmm. But, like, growing up in North Brunswick, you know, those this, like, stereotype like oh the manor is the hood of north brunswick exactly, you know the bro, manor exactly. is the you know where you have like you know white folks you know our age and we're kids like we're like nine years old and there are kids our age that are scared to come into our neighborhood but meanwhile like that's true we're walking back and forth it's like yeah. this is regular it's regular right it's regular yeah, like you know but there's nothing happening like you know you're a kid you're just being a kid it's always you know? the people seeing outside like looking in right it's like right. we're living in it so mm-hmm. you know and i feel like that's the thing about stereotypes, you know, people tend to like judge before, you know, they know in a sense of like, even like, bro, we grew up with like amazing human beings, you know, it's just like circumstances, you know, whatever circumstances like end up making them like go wherever they are. But like, you know, RIP to Mohammed, you know, another yeah, someone, someone yeah. we grew up with, right? you know, but like just thinking about it, like, you know, a lot of these people were judged before people like actually knew them. Like, you know, That's a fact. these were like amazing human beings, like, you know, brotherly love, you know, loyalty, you know, right. like we go moral compass, yeah. you know. And, you know, it's funny you say that because like, I feel like the manner, like we have so much love for each other. Like, like a big family, bro. Right. Literally. Big family. Yeah. And, and when we, uh, when we came together, um, you know, to, uh, for Momo, right? Yeah. Like, us just being together, you know, some of us ain't see each other for a long time. I know. Years. You know? And and that was, like, that was so, yeah. that was so, like, good to see everybody, you know, come together. We wish it wasn't under those circumstances, you know, because it's very sad. But, you know, we're such a big family. And what you said is so true about, you know, people looking at the manor as such, like, it's crazy. But it's like... Bro, we wake up every single day. And it's crazy because, like, nowadays it's like you see one car that you don't even know. Who, who moved there? Who lives there? Right. So it's like, 
But yeah. America is really a family. It really is. And you're talking about ethnicity, too. Like, you yeah. feel like the manner, like, now, because you said before it had, like, multiple, like, different people, mm. different races. You feel like it's not like that anymore? Uh, I'm going to say, like, nowadays it's, like, it's still, like, the same. You know, I really feel like it's because we're not outside no more. Yeah, we're not really outside, so, so like we don't, don't really see. I don't really see people except for like you know. Most of the times when I leave my house, like I'm getting my car, I'm going. Yeah, like right. we don't walk around. We used to walk around every day, going to the basketball court, yeah. you know, playing around as kids, seeing other people mingling. And now you know, you leave your house, you go into your car, you leave in the neighborhood, All you right. come home, go right to sleep. You feel me? We getting Even, we getting old. Yeah. Even for us, we live in the neighborhood, but like it's not like we see each other every day. Like, yeah, we get we gotta intentionally set up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have intentionally like set up time to see each other, and that's yeah. adulting, you know. It is adulting. It comes time for that. How was how was your experience with the manor? Uh, I mean, the manor is a manor. You can't really, I don't know, man. It's like every day something new. Like right. growing up, playing basketball, football, soccer. It's like you're doing something productive every day. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, like everybody we grew up with, even years later, bro, I've, I think I haven't seen people in like 10, 20 years. And it's like still family, bro. Right. It's right. crazy. Yeah. Always. You know, one thing I appreciate about the manor that I always think about is, you know, um, the manor taught me how to be tough. How yeah, to, definitely. To, you know, how to grow up and, and like how to throw hands. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, no choice but to. Yeah, no choice That's but to sometimes. Fact, you know, so like. North Brunswick is a really good town, right? Yeah, blue collar, right? Yeah, blue ribbon. I meant, and then and then you got the manor, like back. I'm talking about back in like the 2000s, and you know when we were growing up, right? Yeah, you could even pass like the park. Yo, for like real. leaving your trash can, it was like you're going into the hood, <laughs> you know. But to us, it was like you know just playing it, outside. It was regular to us, but literally, I feel like that's like part of patriotism, you know, in a sense, because like. Even like the town North Brunswick, you know, we're the. At one point, we were like the third most diverse town in the nation. Like we're yeah. very diverse. Wow. Like you know, them. How like, did you know that? It's like like, trust me, bro. Source. He, he googles it, bro. No, it's not even that. <laughs> what, during high school, I think it was like 2013. Uh, Mr. Clark used to come on the loudspeaker and be like, "North Brunswick is the most diverse." town how do you in, remember in, this bro because what you gotta take pride from where you're from we were the most <laughs> diverse town in the state and i think we're still top 10 or top 20 yeah. and then at one point we're number three in the nation like town in the nation so like you know like honestly like there's a lot of things i want to touch on but i'm not i'm gonna go on a little little rant right now little rant here we go all right. here we go man so all right if you think about it like north brunswick there's like the rich neighborhoods, you know, there's like huge houses, like million dollar houses. All right. Right. But then there's also like apartment complexes like we live here in the manor. Mm -hmm. And then you have the Renaissance, which is like the townhouses, you know, you even have Deerbrook, which is trailer parks, you know. Yeah. And so like and then you have like, you know, like middle income families in like regular neighborhoods, you know. So like you get a little bit of everything, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. you get a little bit of everything no, North Brunswick literally true. has that's everything true. if you go to the renaissance a lot of indians you know that's my <laughs> indian people he didn't mean it that way i mean I no love but you. it's just we like everybody that's the thing though everybody. it's about community like you know a lot right. of people like i feel like north brunswick especially like a lot of people 
from North Brunswick, like, or living in North Brunswick, like, um, we had a lot of immigrants come to settle in North Brunswick. Absolutely. Like, you know, That's even true. like, even like for like people that are quote unquote from the hood, for quote unquote, as people will stereotype, you know, unquote. you know, a lot of families, like even like black and Spanish families, like came from like rough neighborhoods to start a new life in, yeah. you know, North Brunswick because they knew this was a blue ribbon school, the education system. It's not like the best, like top tier, but for what it was, it was pretty yeah, spectacular. Was you yeah. know, I, I, I always say like, thank God for this, you know, like growing up in this town too, yeah. you know, cause it, it definitely has its advantages. Yeah. Cause like, even when we went to high school parties, you go to a high school party, you see an agent to your left, an Indian to your right. Yeah. Yo, it's rich white guy. It's crazy. You say that because I, I don't think I can like, I love everybody, but I don't think I can live in a town where like you see just one diversity, right? Like yeah. I need diversity. You need it. And especially like a place like North Brunswick, and it actually helped all of us. Yo, be so it really many, did. So many different personalities. Like you have like the nerdy Indian guy hanging with supposedly the hood guy that sells drugs, but like everybody was cool. Yeah. You know, it's a tight knit family. Like yeah. you know, but then when you go outside of North Brunswick, things start to change. Mm -hmm. And I learned that in college. You know, I was like, wow, like. Not everywhere it's like North Brunswick. Like yeah, college is yeah. experience. You know, yeah, the diversity is not there like that. You know, I mean, the diversity compared it depends to the, what college. Yeah, it depends. Well, it depends. I went to college in Delaware, so you know, I see Baltimore, Virginia. Right. Like you see all those places. It's like yeah. everybody's like it's like you're against against one another. So it's like I don't know. It's kind of weird. Dang. No, when you come back home, like I yeah. I loved coming home, bro. I come home every single weekend most times, and like a two and a half hour drive. I'm like, yo. I just like being in my area. Wow. You feel at home, bro. That's true. That's true. And, and that's why New Jersey is one of the best states in America. Yeah. Because of strictly diversity. Not just the diversity. Like, yo, you can wake up, you're like, I want Indian food. You can get Indian food. But you can find food anywhere. anywhere. Yeah, Spanish food, true. African food, yeah. anything, bro. Anytime, any place. Even soul food, bro. Like, it's like, right. like you can't really find that anywhere else. Literally. Like what township you know has it. African, Jamaican, Indian food? And I feel like that's how... I like, never really thought about it. Like yeah, that. and then, you know, especially, like, North, like, you know, North Brunswick, like, bro, how many, like, you know, food strips do we have? Exactly. A lot. And they're still building. We have and you know what about North Brunswick, too? We have, like, everything you can... We got a movie theater, bowling alley. Chick-fil-A. Um, right. And even if it's not in our town, like, it's, next, it's to next to it. Yeah. Right. Like Edison, Top Golf. Yeah, they got and they they're even building um, a go-kart. Yeah, right go behind it. Yeah. Right behind it. It's supposed to be the biggest one in the world, Saturday. they said. Really? Biggest one in the world. Yeah. Oh, then this is going to get crazy. And, oh, that's good though cuz it adds more to like right. you know, our area. But that's the thing though. That's why like people like to settle here. Like you know, most immigrants when they come from different countries, they like to settle in New Jersey. You know, cuz new Cause like New especially, Jersey, especially the Africans yeah. too. African. Yeah, I feel it. like it's also the Spanish people too. Yeah. So by the way, if y'all didn't know, um, Fifi is Ghanaian, hundred yes. percent. Eddie is Sierra Leonean, yes, and um, I'm Ivorian and Ghanaian. I'm Ghanaian too. Okay. Yes, you are Ghanaian. Ghanaian yo, yes. for, yo, I forgot yes. his dad. Yes, yes, he's Ghanaian, and his mom Sierra Leonean. Yeah. Um, you hundred percent Ghanaian. Yeah, well, I was yeah. born in Ghana. You yeah. know. Came here when I was nine, eight, you know, around that oh, time. How was that? You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah go us, ahead, talk, on. talk, bro. Tell let's, us about let's, what. Let's hear how it was from being in Ghana to 
you know, America. Yeah, you know, I feel like in America we have the a concept of the I forgot the word. It's like the white like savior complex complex. You know, like white savior complex. You know, I feel like the whole world has this white savior complex, like for America. So like as a child, you know, like even personally, like, you know, like being there, like, uh-huh. you know, like coming to America is like literally an extreme culture shock. You know, shock. Right. Sorry, excuse me. No, go ahead. You know, like you just can't believe it. Like, you know, it's like you know, like in the moment you're like, Oh my God, I'm going to America, this and that. Mm. It's about to be amazing. My life is about to be like it's it. like it's like a place you dreamed of but you felt like you couldn't touch. Almost like literally it's almost like, you know, in comparison like like going to outer space. Like it's like like cause there's so many people like they dream of like these certain places they see on TV, on magazines, newspapers, but you know, you but they can never touch it, you know, cause like, you know, like the financial stability is not there. You know, the economy is not so there. They, to touch on that too, like, you know, when we were young, we didn't really understand like, you know, cause growing up and being African, sometimes yeah. we'd be like, oh, African, uh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you know, and the stereotype. But now we're thing. winning. Yeah, no, that's true, bro. <laughs> we are. Bro, now we, 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 back in the day, it's like your parents like threaten you, saying, "I'm gonna send you to Africa," and now it's like people go there for fun, bro. So it's right. like, and like, and even like when we were like in like school, right? Some people would be like, "Oh, Africa," you know, Africans, isn't that? And you know, they would visualize Africa in the way of like, in the arms. Yeah, <laughs> like that's, yeah, literally, bro, right? It's like, like I, you know, I, what I really I mean? the white that, savior thing. Yo, I hated that so much. Like it makes y- no y- sense. Y- y'all want to hear some funny, funny? shit well, funny shit go ahead. You know, no cap go oh ahead. my god till this day i still remember this yo so in fifth grade right you guys remember the stokes yeah, the yeah stokes the, trip? That trip yeah, Bro. yeah. So this is literally when well, i first well, came well, to america let them, let them know what stokes is so so stokes is like this kind of like nature kind of cabin vibe like then that we do it's like ba- he's he's going to it it's yeah. yeah it's basically <laughs> it's camp, camp. yeah camp it's, it's just a campground camp ground for like what camp three camp. days yeah yeah for like you know fifth graders whatever yeah. and then like you know teachers chaperones come yeah you like your parents and then we do too. a lot of fun activities like you know yeah. wall climbing boats you know fishing rowing right. like all that good time good time love those very good time so during like lunch or dinner like one of the lunches or dinner i remember having a moment with the principal at at the time Mm -hmm. you know of judd and then she was like oh like you're from like africa right it's like yeah you know like she's trying to like i can tell like it's genuine though like it's not like she was she meant like any offense Mm -hmm. or like i feel like she just didn't know better you know and i feel like for a lot of the times like a lot of like americans like you know, when it comes into certain things, like they just don't know better. Mm. And imagine I'm in fifth grade and I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I was like, yo, like what is wrong with her? <laughs> but I played it off. You know, I'm not going to. So she was like, yo, like, oh, like, did you ever get your food stolen by a monkey? <laughs> like, like, did you ever get your food stolen by a monkey? Oh, like, man. were you eating? Do you have monkeys? And I was like, bro, 
the whole time I lived in Ghana, I never saw a monkey in my life. <laughs> right, it's like they, they, <laughs> like they think we like walk around with tigers and lions, <laughs> like, right. like like they're just in our backyard. That's like, not right. how Africa is. Bro. I ain't never seen a monkey. In Even my nowadays, life. you see rappers buying lions, bro. Right. So it's like, and like, I was like, what? And I was like, yo, she can't be serious. Like, is she asking me if like the monkeys will steal my food? I'm like, bro, I ain't live in the jungle. I lived in the city. Yeah, they think like, you're what? Tarzan or something. Yeah, bro, <laughs> what? We had cars. We had buses. Everything. Yes. It was like people don't understand how beautiful Africa is. They don't go there, bro. Yo, right, till they go there. Like Africa is what it literally the world, y'all literally I don't even know how to say it. Like I'm a people people just don't wanna believe. Like I say this all the time. You don't even know you're African. Yeah. Africa is the motherland. They they don't just call it the motherland for fun. You know, or for just a facade. Almost everything that originated from Africa. Yo, literally. And, you know, to talk about that, too, you know what hurts me so much what? about Africa, too? Yeah. I, you know, it's like I wish the government and everything else, we they, they understood more about, like, how rich the continent is because we sell everything over to Europe and we just give over, like, precious things that we have. Like, Africa has so much power and is so can be powerful yeah. enough to take over like the u.s and be no. the, the the greatest country bro, the diamonds come from africa bro, bro yes the diamonds come from africa bro Dim- you know those of you guys don't know that but diamonds come from africa <laughs> ghana used to be called the gold coast for a reason yeah you know sierra leone i don't blood know diamonds. if you guys see if you guys have a chance go watch blood diamond right that will teach you a lot man about yeah. sierra leone teach mm-hmm. you a lot yeah. but that's just but that's the thing though it wasn't really the people yeah. That like because like the people in Africa is more like community based. Right. Like you know, yes, we have all these like rich like diamonds, gold, but we weren't back in the day. They weren't exploiting it against other people. Like it wasn't like materialistic, materialistic things. You know, this is why I said like the white saviorism con- mentality you know, mentality comes in place because like you you have these Europeans come to Africa literally stripping our people that's what i'm saying stripping our land stripping our soil and you know what's so funny they do it they do it in plain sight but like so slowly like they'll they'll come in and like befriend but it's just crazy because like everybody sees the arms of the angels commercial and it's like wow they're they're so poor but the, the crazy part about it is also like even like these you know these like um kind of what's the word for them charities they're not right, actually, organizations. yeah, they're not actually charitable. A lot of the times they just exploit the charity for themselves. Yeah, they're not helping true. until they get caught, you yeah. know. And then the sad part about it is like, you know, that's life. And people have just been, the whole entire world has always been stopping on Africa for a long time. Yeah, like, uh, you know, like the NFL, like after every Super Bowl game, you know, they said they send them the, the clothing to or whatever right. to Africa. And it's like people think, like, okay, they're, they're donating to them, so it's like they must be poor. Oh, it's not that at all. Yeah, like, li- listen, I want to make one thing clear if you're listening to this podcast. Tennessee needs you. Don't just think, oh, Africa is so poor. Tennessee, there is just as poor people as you can think of that need your help. Just as if they look at Africa and be like, oh, Africa is always in need of help. Or like you you visualize Africa as this like like dry land that, you know, is just so in desperate need. <laughs> Like, please. Africa would have never needed help if the Europeans never came. That Literally. is a fact. Literally. Literally. Because a lot of problems started. Wars, 
like you know like all these diamonds and stuff people be flying around it's like food resources everything is gone like you know every one thing too i want to talk about africa man i want to give people some facts about africa like people do okay one thing i want to say egypt is in africa okay <laughs> yo, so so if yo, you guys think you're bro, egyptian and you're not african bro, i'm sorry to tell you man you're bro, african bro, bro <laughs> you're african bro yo so you know you guys know kareem yeah, but yeah. right you know yeah, our yeah. listeners don't know we have a friend called kareem right yeah. kareem's from egypt mm-hmm. so one time me and kareem were in lifetime you know and we met you know this dude you know right. amazing guy like cool we were having we we're bonding having a conversation and he was telling us he's a history teacher. You know, he teaches, like, you know, middle school, oh, no. high school, like, you know, whatever. And he's tell- he was I, talking I about, like, with the trips of, like, where he's been. Like, you know, talking about, like, Middle East, everything. And then Kareem was telling him, oh, yo, like, I just came back from the Egypt. Like, you know, like, you know, name the places. And he was like, wow, like, I've always wanted to, you know, go to Egypt. And then we, were t- we went to the conversation of Africa. And then... And then Kareem was like, yeah, like, you know, like, Egypt is in Africa. It's kind of that. He was like, wow, like, I never knew that. And oh. he teaches geography. Right. Like, yeah, that's, that's a teaches problem. Geography. Like, nowadays, teachers don't really understand history. They don't. They, they, they're taught to teach mm-hmm. what, they're, the, what they're told. Like, yeah. all right, here, give me paper. You guys got to teach this. Bro, yeah. at, like, it's, it's not even about Africa alone. Like, Rosa Parks, Harriet Tubman, yeah. they don't really know. They don't learn. Black bro. history, they don't. Black history, is, is, it's, it's, it's not what's but, supposed to be taught. Right. But the, the thing about it is that I feel like living in this country, we feel like the world is America. Like, literally, like, Europeans, like, Europeans don't like to be called white. If you ever see a European in America, they'll be like, I'm Italian. You know, oh, yeah, that's true. I'm like French, but like then, this and but that. Then, and, and also, surprisingly, it, this, I heard this, like Africans and African-Americans, they don't even associate. Like, yeah. they, they, there's a separation yeah. between. It's like so crazy, bro. It's yeah. like, people say, no, nah, I'm not African, I'm African-American. Right. Like, like African, bro. Like, what's the first matter. word in that? You're you know, African. Like, yeah. literally, like, if you go to Europe, like, you know, there's like, literally, like, but that's what I'm saying, like, in terms of, like, patriotism. But, like, going back to the whole geography thing, right? If you meet, like, people from Asia, mm-hmm. like, whatever, no matter mm-hmm. what, I'm talking about the continent, mm-hmm. the entire continent. If you meet people from Europe, if you meet people from Africa, even South America, one thing people are aware of is the world. Like, you know, they know about world news. Uh, they know geography. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They know where countries are, you know. But then when you come to America, like, most people... Don't even know where their backyard is. <laughs> like, yeah, I, like see what you, I see what you're they saying. They like, have no concept. So, they're so enclosed. Like the, the United States is all like, like yeah. that's it, right? Like they travel, right? Because in our, especially in our generation, Instagram and all these, they, yeah. they post like, these people beautiful travel pictures. just to go to the right, you know, resorts, right? But like people, people look at um, like the what you like what you said the united states is just like its own little you know world, world right it's another thing bro people don't travel to learn about areas like yeah. when you travel bro it's like you're supposed to you want to learn about other areas right. like i went to dr bro i like i loved it bro because like you see like like i went outside of dr you see like the actual roots of dr bro right. you drive i was driving down a uh, atv i see like a two little kids run up to me asking for money i'm like you, you see DR on, You don't see DR on TV Kids asking for money It's like stuff like that bro <laughs> It's like it's crazy bro The yeah. world is crazy yeah, yeah but like That's the thing though As an American No matter where you go You know like 
we're always going to be looked like that. People yeah. always think we're rich. But meanwhile, like, you know, like, we struggle too. Like, you know, we the, struggle the too. The American we dream struggle. has long faded. <laughs> like, I don't, literally. There is I don't no think, American dream. Yeah. I'll tell you guys. Literally, it's hard work. I don't think <laughs> yes, the American literally. dream has faded. I feel like it's almost a concept of, like, like, basically, like, our country is made in a way where everything is competition, mm-hmm. right? And then, like, people don't have integrity in what they do anymore. Nowadays, even music, everybody wants to be a rapper. Everybody wants to, like, even do, like, podcasts. Everybody now, wants to Nowadays, be just for money aspect. You know, it's all the money podcast. aspect. No, 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 no. Not even, me, I'm not coming at you. I'm not coming at you. But, like, you know, I don't, I don't know. But, like, you know, everybody wants to do a trend that is hot in the moment. Mm. You know, even TikTok, where, like, you know, like, they put on a fake persona, like, because they know this is what people want to see. Mm. Like, even women, you know, the way women, like, you know, kind of, like, you know, not just, not makeup. Makeup is universal. But, like, I'm not trying to touch on that, actually. So you would wear makeup? Me? No. But there exactly. are men out there that wear makeup. Yeah, I mean, if you if you have like if you if you're like on TV and then you have to do a commercial. Or something, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. yeah. But I'm saying like now the culture is in a sense where like it's like okay if you don't have money you're not successful. It's just everything saturated now, bro. You it's know? like everybody's doing the same thing. It's not yeah. someone doing their own lane, bro. Like right. literally, if you don't have money, you're not successful. That's how people see it. And mo- and the, another thing is like people think like if you don't go to college, you, you won't be anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that, bro. Yeah. And like I I know plenty of people who didn't go to college and be very successful. Right. Listen. Right. One thing I learned from college is that college teaches you how to be in a community. It teaches you how to pay attention how to like follow directions, you know, because like and I'm not develops gonna, your communication yeah, skills. Because yeah. you know, in a sense, like I know a lot of people that like they graduated from engineering mm-hmm. and like they went into the workforce and literally they didn't use anything they learned. But like yes, like they learned like practical things, mm-hmm. like you know how to think and all that. But in a sense, like in any workforce, right? Any workforce, like for to, the, I'll give an example, right? Literally something simple, right? I was at Dunkin' Donuts, right? You can go to any Dunkin' around the world, like around the United States. You're going to see different ethnicities, mm-hmm. depending on where it is. Even different jobs. Everybody can do, like, anything. As mm-hmm. a human being, you can do anything you set your mind on. Right. But the problem is now that you have to work with integrity. You know what I mean? People don't work with integrity anymore. People, like, you know, people are always chasing what a is the clout or the bag, as you know, as we all say. Right, but I've like, seen people at McDonald's making more money than some people doing. You know, you know what the reality? Yeah, and and you know what the reality of that is? Is yeah. that people? You know, f- f- some people go from job to job to job to job, right? Yeah. Because they're like, okay, I get paid more here, I get paid more, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. the reality is, you get paid more because you're good at what you do. Yeah, yeah. like. If you're really good at, you know, we're going to talk about football. We're going to talk about that. If you're really good, for example, at football, right? People will see it. You will get paid for what you do. You're very good at what you do. They're not just going to pick up somebody that's not good Mm -hmm. and just throw them on the team. No, because that person, you can tell when somebody has put their sacrifice, their hard work into what they do. That's how a person gets paid more. That's how you get... You know, and my, my manager taught me that lesson because I was like, man, you know, 
this company is worth like what? Something billion dollars? Like <laughs> you guys have the ability to pay a lot more than you than you guys do. They and do. I'm, and you know, he was like, you know, let me tell you something. And that's when he told me that. And then it, it made me really think about it. And I was like, you know what? He's right. He's right. But um, I also saw this um, news clip thing and it talked about like people, right? Whatever your talent is, whatever it is that you want to do in life, right? Like, yes, you have your job, right? Yeah. That's your bread and butter, right? But you also have a gift. Like everybody has a gift. And when you begin to tap into that gift, whatever it is, and you really craft it and continually work on it, that is that will eventually become your bread and butter. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? And, like, for example, if you love, I don't know, art, right? Mm-hmm. And you use your weekends not to get away from the life that you hate so much <laughs> on the weekdays. You actually use the weekend to, like, invest in your gifting and in your passion. That thing will grow. And that's the problem nowadays. As you mentioned, let me you know, sidetrack a little bit. Nowadays, our community is in a sense, like people work for the weekdays and then for the weekends, they go out. Mm-hmm. If it's not, but like in a sense of like, some people think just going out, it's like, oh, going to that party or going to the club. No, going out is like even going to dinner, meeting friends, doing activities, you know, but, and people do that every weekend because that's how we're trained to like, you know, to operate. You know, there's no sense of community. You know, there's no sense of community because, like, Monday to Friday, you're working, 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 working. You know, you're not really trying to, like, keep up with people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like community and keeping up with people is always important, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, like, like also another example, you know, you make that money and then summer comes. Guess what you're doing? Spending that money. Taking that vacation, going yeah. to that resort, All right. you know. The thing, the thing is, too, about money is I look at it like this. Like, God gives us money, right? And it's his gift because um, he owns everything. And he gives it to us, and we got to be good stewards of it, right? And at times, you know, we're not. We splurge and stuff like that, right? But I feel like, yeah, we spend it on vacations and things like that. And that's not bad. That's not bad. That's not a bad thing. So, like, it, I feel like money will always come, right? Money will, money will go, money will come, right? We thank God for that, that God has given us jobs and things like that for us to be able to get money, right? But you have to enjoy life. You have to enjoy it, right? And to a degree, I have to say that, to a degree. You know, so do you feel like, com- like you said, community, right? Mm-hmm. And like build, like having that, mm-hmm. do you feel like that's more important than um, somebody enjoying the things that they like to do? All right, so. Just asking. You know, you actually explained this. T- what you actually explained this to me one time, a long time ago, me? and it actually stuck with what I'm about to say, right? There's a difference between happiness and joy. Remember when you gave this quote? Wow. There's a difference between happiness and joy. You know, in a sense, you know, like our country, you know, a lot of people don't get me wrong, they get money, they go on their vacations, mm-hmm. but like they don't have that joy. Yeah, in the moment, they're happy. They're posting yeah. on Instagram. They're on that vacation. But, like, you know, like, I know a lot of guys, like, I'm friends with, they literally go on the vacations with one thing in mind, you know? To flex. Yeah, to flex and get with girls or, like, come back and be like, yeah. You know, people don't go 
for the history. They don't go for like yeah. you know to like to connect. Vacation, yeah. You know, not to connect with that land, to connect with those people. And that's like community. People just go like, yeah, I was in Puerto Rico, I'm cool. You know, they go with what the trend is. Yeah. You know, you feel me? So going back to the happiness and joy thing, you know, I feel like, you know, community is very important in a sense of like, yes, like I can go to a party every week, mm-hmm. right? But does that mean like I'm really happy? No. I can be I can have that VIP section. But that doesn't does that mean like like you know, I have that joy in my heart. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And in a sense, that joy in your heart is only fulfilled when you have good relationships with the people close to you, which is your family, your friends. Mm-hmm. And going back to the word, you have integrity doing everything you do with love from the inside. And people forget the I, way I still got a th- when yeah. you say integrity. I don't know if it's just you, but I still have like the elementary uh, definition of integrity in my head. It never like doing the right thing when nobody's looking. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know. Like, but it's yeah. really important, and like it goes so far. Like it's like just doing everything. Like you know, like for example, like you want to work, like you know, you want to clean your room. Don't half clean your room. Don't half ass it. Like mm. really clean your room. Mm-hmm. Like clean it. You know. When you go to shower, you don't like kind of like wash your left arm and like, nah, I'm not gonna wash my right arm. No, you shower. Give your best and everything. You feel me? You give everything the best you do. Even when you're working on a project, doing this podcast, you know, even like the little things, like, you know, going out when you dress, you know, you wanna look the best for you. You know what I mean? Sometimes, like, you know, like I feel like there's like a good medium with everything, you know, in a sense of like worldly things you know, and like nature things, you know, there's a good medium because like, it's not a bad thing to be materialistic. It's not a bad thing to like, you know, own the off-white shoe, yeah. but like, you know, but there's like a medium. Do with good it. intentions. Good, do it because you want to do it and do it because it's what you want, not because of like, it's what is hot in the it's moment. It's another thing like collecting you know? shoes. You feel me? Yeah. Most people who collect shoes do it because they love collecting shoes. Yeah. And a lot of people, some people do it because they want to show that, oh, I have this money. I have have this this too. I have this item. I can do it. And then, you know, someone told me this quote recently, and it actually stuck with me. Never in spite of, always because of. I'll repeat it again. Never in spite of, always because of. What do you think that means? You want to hit that? Go ahead. No, no, you, you. I, I don't know. I personally think like don't do it because like all right, I, like I want to do it so everybody can see it, but do it because you want to do it, and you, you know, yeah, that you you love to do it. Yeah, that could be. That's a, like, like playing sports, man. Yeah, you you don't do it because all right, I want to show off. I, I show I, I got this talent. It's because you love the sport. Right. How you guys play soccer? You feel me? Same thing with football. Like mm-hmm. you do it because you love it. All right, I love it even when you're not getting paid. But for me, it also like that quote really for me. In a sense, it's like, I feel like a lot of people, like, you know, they do things, like, in a sense of, like, in terms of competition, like, if someone's like, oh, like, you can't do this. Oh, you can't make $10,000 in a month. You know, oh, you can't be as successful as me. Oh, you, like, you know, but in a sense, like, you know, like, or like, oh, like, you know, like, some of our friends would joke, oh, you can't get with girls. Oh, go get with that girl tonight, you know? And then now you feel like you have something to prove. Yeah. But that's not with integrity because now you're doing it in a sense of like, 
people are like telling you to do it yeah. or like people are saying you can't do it you know and i feel like a lot of people in life move in that way in a sense of like they do they do things like you know in terms of spite to like prove to those people whether it be your family your friends or like whatever even outside people mm-hmm. you want to prove to them that you can do this that's even with school sometimes you like, know most parents really. tell kids to go to college no. so that they can like it's it's more for them rather than you. Yeah, because right. most people don't really want to go to school, so it's like you're coming back with a degree to show your mom, yeah, I got this degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not really for you; it's for them. Especially with African parents, oh, doctor or lawyer, oh, doc- or nurse, or engineer, or nurse. Or yes, engineer. engineer is a big one too. Yeah. yeah, but like going back to it, like you know, everybody has an expiration date. Yeah, not just everybody, everything. Yeah. Those shoes have an expiration date. Mm-hmm. This water bottle has an expiration date. Cars, you know. Yeah. Has an expiration date. My mileage is Even the food, right. everything, everything of this world has an expiration date, you know, and we do. So, like, when you're living life, you know, trying to prove, like, your worthiness to, like, people, your family, your friends, you know, it's not, like, at the end of the day, okay, cool, I became a billionaire. Okay, cool, I did it. Yeah. Now what? Right. You know, now what? Okay, I showed them. Who cares? Like, do right. they care? They'll be like, okay. The moral of like, the whole thing is just do everything with your heart and good intentions. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, one one thing is crazy because I, I keep thinking about mm-hmm. me like before before I met the Lord, right? Yeah. So before I met God, like my life was always like I had to like do stuff like like what you're saying, yeah. right? I had to. I was going with the wave. You know, this was hot. This was hot. I'm, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. You know. And I really didn't find identity and, um, you know, enjoy in specifically mm-hmm. who I was. I had to put things to, you know, for me, for me, for example, it yeah. was it was women. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And like I was like, all right, this one, that one. that, But like you're breaking hearts. Right. To, to For what? For what degree are you? And, and like I was just, you know, going just to fulfill your needs. Right. right. Exactly. And there was no there was no like there was no satisfaction in that. And. You know, to go, you're talking about joy, right? Like, when I found Jesus, like, that was, like, that's joy. Like, mm-hmm. there is, it's, like, endless. Like, with the Lord, with God, is endless joy. Like, it's never ending. It's always overflowing. Like, because, for example, right? Let me put it like this. Mm-hmm. You have a car, right? Mm-hmm. Something's wrong with the car, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows how to fix it? Yes, we can say mechanics, but the real person that knows how to fix it, the one that made the car. Yeah. That's why cars come with a manual, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, why am I here? What's my purpose in life? You mm-hmm. know, why am I not feeling this joy? Why am I? Fr- so I go back because every creation has a creator yeah. and mine is the Lord. Yeah. So that's I a good went, way to put it in there. Right. Mm-hmm. So I tap in, say, hey, Lord, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know you. I want to get to know you. You know, I want to spend time with you. I started just reading my Bible more and God started revealing, you know, my identity of who I am is found in him. Mm-hmm. And then all that other stuff just faded away. I have a bunch of shoes. I like to dress nice, That's but I fine. do it. I do it for me. Yeah. I don't do it. You know, before the old Kevin would be like, yeah, yo, it's time to flex on everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't care for it. I yeah. dress nice and I dress the way I dress because I want to. Yeah. I do the things because I want to. There's, mm-hmm. Because my joy doesn't come from those materialistic. Things. You know, now my joy comes from the Lord. So I just wanted to hit on that because you're talking about that. And it's just a really profound thing that and, we're talking about. It's very, very deep. And I want to piggyback on that. 
because what I was going to say is that a lot of people, I mean, for me, right, my perception is that if you want to find that joy, you know, a lot of people, like, in terms of, like, the Lord and everything, you know, especially in today's society and climate, like, you know, I feel like, you know, people are straying away from church more and more and more. Or, like, you know, straying away from, like, the beliefs of, like, just having good moral compass, you know? But honestly, I feel like if you really, 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 really want to get to know the Lord, it's not in the Bible. It's not in your pastor. It's within yourself. And it starts within yourself, having faith and believing in it. And also, like like I said, I'm going to repeat this quote, doing everything with integrity. When you do the things you want, when you move in ways you want, when you open your third eye and you're truly, like, you know, trying to be like, really, no, like when you're, ahead, when you're doing your like, pain. you know, like, you know, cause like, I feel like a lot of people like ask the question, like, what is my purpose? Like, where Even am I? still today, bro, most yeah. people don't really know the purpose. You know, yeah. you don't really find your purpose until it finds you. But that's the thing though. And most people think like, all right, I'm, I'm going to school, going to college. I'm going to find my purpose. I'm going yeah. I know what I want to do. Yeah. You come out of college. It's like, it's like, it's like, wow. A, what did I, what did I, what did I waste four years of? Right. I mean, I'll, no, I'll use a funny example. Well, not funny example. I feel like purpose is like women. You know, when you chase them, they be running, you know, but like mm-hmm. when you don't chase them, nah, not everyone, bro. No, not everyone. It doesn't matter. But like the, right, the, the ch- women you really want, like, yeah, that but one, you, 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 know? you wouldn't chase them if, if you if you want them and they want you, bro, it, it would come. No, yeah, but yeah. like not in that sense, in, in the sense of like finding that love. That yeah, but love. You're, you're not going to find love with everybody, man. You're no, you're not. It. But that's what I'm saying. When you're chasing for it, you're never going to find it. OK, okay. you know. You got to be patient and it will come to you. Yeah, you know, you see, I feel I feel like this. I want to this is about to get really deep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you were mentioning like um, mm-hmm. first two things. One that a lot of people are running away from the church, right? Yeah. Not straying away from the church. Um, and to me, I believe a lot of people in our generation are straying away from the church because they view church as like um, do don't do. I can and I can't or else I'll go to hell. Right. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. this, it's like this like structured thing or like and what what most believers, right, that understand and know the Bible, what we see that see that as is religion. It's mm-hmm. religion, man made, right? Mm-hmm. You were talking about um you don't need, right, the Bible. The Bible, right, the acronym for the Bible, basic instructions before leaving earth, right? And the Bible is God's written word. Mm-hmm. And the Bible wasn't there when, like, Abraham was, right? Abraham, you know who Abraham is, right? You know who Abraham is, right? So Abraham didn't have the Bible. He was the father of faith. Yeah. So he had to depend on faith in God, right? Yes. And that's, yes, that's yeah. what it, it, is, it is about. The Bible is to help us understand God, right? God, the Bible says that God has now revealed himself in his yeah. son, Jesus, right? Yeah. And also has revealed himself in his written word. So it's not like back in, God is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. But don't expect God to be like thundering in your room, right? <laughs> All the time and being like, Eddie, this is my purpose for you. No, yeah. like, it's like written in, in the Bible. The more you seek him, God will show you, right? People will come up to you and be like, yo, man, you know what? You should be a chef. You know, out of nowhere sometimes. Sometimes you choose your food. Yo, you know what? You should be a chef. You know what he told me one day? And I believe it was the Lord speaking to him. He's like, man, you know, 
you should you should be like a, an actor or something like you know how many times people have said that mm-hmm. how many times people have you know because yeah they see something a gift right mm-hmm. like, and these are all signs and things that we have to pick up on that and our on our way of trying to yeah. figure out our purpose right mm. because finding out your purpose god will reveal your purpose to you because sometimes that rabbit hole it can go it can you will go nuts right my yeah, purpose no. is this that's why some people they bounce from this to this to this to this to this because they're trying to figure out what they want to do what they want to do but okay go, go ahead go ahead but that's what i'm saying like in general like you're, you shouldn't you know be trying to figure out what you want to do not necessarily not like you shouldn't so that's basically saying like all right i'm just gonna sit around and hope no, my no, purpose no, no, finds no. me right. but you want, you want to look for your purpose but don't forcefully do it yes right. yes i agree with that you know that's what i'm saying like just like you know at the end of the day it's like when you eat some food you're like ah like this tastes good ah this tastes bad oh i don't like it oh mm. i like it you know that's true. there might be certain food you'll love more than other people like let me you ask know? you this let me ask let me ask you like this is there a burning desire within you that you know what it is that you love a passion that's in your heart yes okay do you feel like you know a burning passion that's in your heart yes but no so mm. like like I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do. Right. Like one day I wake up, all right, I want to be like, I want to be a cop. Next day it's like, yeah. Do I really want to be a cop? But, but that's the but, thing though. But, You're but, putting a title on it. It's not a career I was, thing. I was gonna say that. I was you know, say it's that. not based on the career. Yeah. That's how like our society has made it in today. Like I, you know, I, I have a question for you. So what do you, what do you want to do with your life? What I want to do with my life, I just want to be the greatest human being and like elevate the potential as much as possible. Okay. So let me ask you this. You know. My, let me ask you this question. Yeah. Would you be the greatest human being if, you know, uh, let me put it like this. If you lost some things, right? Yeah. Would that still be your vision? If I, I lost be the some greatest, things? If you lost some things, right? Some, some things that you need on your way to becoming the greatest human being. Because that, right, to be the greatest human being. I know really, I can be for myself. Okay, okay, now but you specify not, it. So you're yes. not, yeah, okay. I want to be sense. the greatest human being I know I can be for myself. So you're basically saying you want to be a better you. Yes. Because at the end of the day, like I said, everybody has an inspiration date. Just because my name is written in the book or people like, you know, like talk about me, it doesn't matter. I want to enjoy my time. I'm not trying to enjoy my time for other people. I'm not trying to be in the book for those other people. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, this is my life. And I control it. I'm the owner of it. This is my soul. So when my inspiration date comes, I want to be able to be like, okay, I did what I wanted to do, not what my parents wanted me to do, not what my friends wanted me to do, not what this government, society, whatever. I lived life with integrity, you know? Do you feel like that's not happening in your life? Like you don't, you don't enjoy like what you want to do. Like when you say you want to do, like what, what, it, what do you, what yeah, do you what mean? Do you, what do you mean? Like, like do, do you, you feel like do? your life is content right now? I feel like my life is content. You know, I'm surrounded by my family. Okay. I'm surrounded by my friends. You know. So that back to Eddie's question, right? Yes. That's what you want to do with your life. And that's your your so no, you, but that's what I want to do. Oh no, I have a huge vision. I have more to come. Okay, so you know that, what I mean. That question is, that question is very, is a very specific question. Yeah, like, but it's it's not about career though. What I want, essentially, you know what I want. My dream, my vision. Yeah. You know, my vision is to be the, like I said, the best human being possible. I know. But I that, can but be. that could be like 
Eddie's but, and yeah. mine. Like I, I want to be, you know, everybody wants to be the best of themselves. They, they, they want to develop their character if they're not patient enough. But that's the thing, though. Patient, career, but, like, but that's the thing, though. But people don't do things with integrity. They don't do. So, they, so do you know your career path? That's see your career is just one aspect. Yeah, but like so there's like, a whole world out there. There's a whole world out there. So okay, I don't. So, okay, so, career so what is just go, one aspect. So, so what are you going to school for right now? I'm going to school for engineering. But do you want to be an engineer? See, um, yes, I actually do. I do want to be an engineer, but, but do in you a sense, your career but path? I don't know exactly what kind of engineering I oh, want to do. Okay, but so that answer will be revealed to me. I don't exactly know what career. And path. that's okay. That's okay. No, that's okay. But you know yeah, what I mean? that's all right. But but like, what is your passion? Like, okay, you 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 want to do that? You're going yes. to school for that, right? But mm. is that like your passion? Is that like burning desire? Are you talking about you? just career aspect though? Because like there's multiple different things about passions. Okay. I have when a passion you, when, for food. I love food. Okay, but you're not going to go and tour the world and yes, be a chef. Yes. One of my passions. A chef. No, not to be a chef. Okay. One yeah. of my passions is to try all the best food in the world. But yes. I love that, trying that's food. That's my passion too. I love food yeah, too. And that's, that's, okay. that's what I That's why people try. That's why you say there's diff, there's a lot of, you can have a lot of Yeah, birth. but he's saying like as, as in your career, like not even career, but like do you think that you, your, your burning passion is like right. revealed to you? Like I you're, feel you're, like okay. This is what I'm. Let, let me break it down. Listen, I feel like you're telling me side. You guys issues. are talking about. Yeah. So you guys are. T <laughs> I feel like you guys are talking about dreams and passions. You know what I mean. And I feel like there's difference between dreams and passions. But your dream would eventually like your dream. Mm, I don't. That's what I'm saying. If passion. you follow your heart, you know your dreams will come true. It doesn't matter whether it needs money. Whether to fulfill your dreams, you need money. You need people. Whatever you need. It will come if you follow. So your you don't heart. think money is money plays a part in you being happy? I, uh, money, uh, not really. I mean, like, but money's a good tool. So, to you, so you think that you could, if you were poor and you had nothing in your pockets or nothing to your name, you would be happy? I'll be happy as long as I have my the people that matters to me most. Yes, I would. I can I can grow my own food, but at the end of the day, like wh what I hold as important to me. It's people, right? Okay. My people, you know, being surrounded by my people, mm -hmm. building a community with my people, so, you know. Okay. I and that, you. like, you know, spending time with you guys, you know, in a sense, like, imagine you go to the club, right? And now you're at the club. You don't know nobody. But you, you have a little fun. But now you go to the club with your best friends, all your friends. That's true. It's a huge difference. That's true. You know what I mean? But it's a I huge feel, difference. I feel, like, I feel like, yeah, of course, of course, you know, right? Imagine but it depends it, like me, right? Let me yeah. let me let me ask you yeah, yeah, yeah. this. Okay, so like let's say you do go, right, to the club mm -hmm. and you know you're with your friends, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously it's going to be a good time cuz you're with your friends, yeah. you know. And do you think that that will stop somebody who came by themselves and has is full of joy and wants to enjoy their time without their friends? Can they still be on that same level? Yes. That's the thing. All right. Look, I mean, no, no, that, that's a good question because people do enjoy themselves nope. without like without having others around them. But right. that's cool. But that's cool. And now I'll lead to this. Right. We as human beings individually, we're all unique. You're wearing a red angel hat. My red, what I'm seeing, that exact spectrum may not be the exactly same color that he's seeing. But we both know it's red. That's what the category we put in. Literally, 
That's we good. all have slightly this different eyesights. Go deeper. You know, we we all have slightly different eyesights. Mm-hmm. Okay. We all have a different brain. Perspective. You know, is what perspective. You're about. Listen, listen. For example, right? There could be a billionaire. This billionaire can give you the layout of everything he did in life. And he said, you know what? If you, do, if you did everything I did to the T, you will become a billionaire. Mm, not quite. But yeah, no, 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 no. Not quite. But like, like, Even billionaires, no, no, bro. No, no. Like, they're not the happiest people. Nah, you see Kanye West, yeah, for example. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Because they didn't achieve that with integrity. They didn't do all the but things. They, no, like, Kanye West loves to sing. Listen, listen. You, would you say Kanye West has found joy in his heart? He's going through a divorce. You see Maybe how he now. Went, exactly. You know, because he didn't do all the things he really, like, you know what I mean? He, like, yes, maybe, I mean, I don't know Kanye. I'm not going to speak for Kanye. Okay. But I'm going to speak for myself in a sense of, like, or, in like, in, in the general terms. Mm-hmm. Your purpose, like, to going back to purpose, your purpose in life may not be the same as someone else. Of course. You know? Everybody's purpose is different. Because everybody got different so, paths. Exactly. So now, what happens is when you start stepping toes into other people's purposes or like stepping toes into other people's dreams or doing things that are not for you but for other people because you want to do like that's why i go back to never in spite of always because of because now let's say i don't like acting and i become an actor because this actor was like oh do you know follow like you know my path and you become successful you have this money at the end of it all I would look back at my life and be like, you know what? This wasn't really what I wanted to do. Yes, I became successful. Yes, I have the money. Yes, people know who I am. Yes, I'm famous. But, you know, at what cost? You know, so, mm-hmm. you know, your drive has to be your drive. Not everybody has the same drive. Like, you have to work the way you want to work. You know, you have to do things that you want to do. Okay. And then your purpose will like, you know, because at the end of it, you you know, you may not find that joy. You but know? I feel like you'll always divert. Like, you know, when when you're at a place or at, at a job and you know that, yo, like, it's not where I'm supposed to be. Exactly. Yeah. Or like, my time is up here. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. like you will know. And that's fine. When, but like, how how does it feel to wake up every morning and love and be passionate about what you do every like you, not everybody's happy every day. But that's like, fine. But listen, listen, because people don't sacrifice for the long-term goals. In it's a not sense even of, about goals. Like, like, do you wake up every day and you say, yes, I'm happy, man. I'm but happy. that's fine. That's fine. I don't need to be happy every day. That's fine. As long as I have a mission I that I like, want to achieve. And I want to I say that something. That will bring me that joy. Mm. And, I'm, and mm. even though I'm unhappy, I'm going to wake up every day. And I'm gonna, no matter how hard it is, how much I hate it. I need to do this. If I do X, Y, and Z, I'm going to achieve this. And once you achieve something, it's f- beautiful. Mm-hmm. You feel amazing. Yeah. You know, like creating something, like, it's all, like look at artists, right? The most masterful pieces started with a pencil or a pen or okay. paint. You needed to make one line or one dot. That paintbrush needed to touch the canvas. Okay. You feel me? We all can touch the canvas. But now... People don't see the beauty of how long it takes. You know, even like doing this podcast, people don't see how hard you work to get these mics, to get this camera. You know what I mean? To get all this equipment. 
mm-hmm. you know they just see the end result right you know what i mean i see what you're and saying. you know that's what beauty is you know they like it reminds me of a quote that um um picasso right mm-hmm. i think it was picasso anyways <laughs> he, he was somewhere it was it was one major um artist and he he um he was eating at a restaurant a lady comes up to him and she was like oh my gosh can you can you draw me this right mm-hmm. and then he's like okay and he draws it in like a matter of like whatever like five minutes right and he's like here you go that's gonna be you know like like sixty thousand dollars right and oh, then, I, I heard about some right those, yes. yeah and then she was like wait what and then he was like she was like it took you like five minutes to do and he was like yeah but what you think caught took me five minutes to do took me years to master to master yeah i, yeah, I heard about that you, you know, know? Yeah. and that's true Oof. you know and it's crazy because people don't really look like that they don't they look don't. at that aspect right they don't see the times that yet you you know like to the get struggle right like if you look at if you look at the podcast episodes right mm-hmm. and even if you go all the way to the first one it's called intro number one right yeah that one has no visuals it's on like uh, apple or or spotify, spotify or whatever audio uh, podcast you can listen to if you listen to the audio mm-hmm. i was in a closet <laughs> i was in a closet because it was too loud i didn't have no soundproof anything like that and you can hear the the mic and everything chippering and i would have to edit every single breathing motion <laughs> everything like here you can't hear the breathing that much right because yeah. the it's all about the progress, yeah. right? Like and the path to how it starts. Yeah. Right. And when you look at it, it's, it's pro- progression, right? And I'm looking at every single episode and every single podcast. And every time I edit and everything that I do, I'm looking at it, I'm like, how can I improve? How can I get better at it? Mm-hmm. How can I, how, what can I fix here? What can I fix there? And there will come a day in Jesus name. Mm-hmm. There will come a day where it will be a studio and everything's already set up. Everything's already soundproofed. Everything is, is the way that it needs to be. Yeah. You know, Joe Rogan, buddy, you got some competition. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not about, and that's it's, fine. it's yeah. not about that focus, but it's about, it's about, you know, I do this, you know, and I, and I mentioned that because anybody can do what they want. Right. Yes. But it requires consistency and, a passion for what you what you yeah. like doing, right? And you will grow. You will progressively grow. Like remember when we were kids, and then our parents would tell us, like, "Oh, don't do that," but we would still do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and then now when you hear adults talking to you, and you yeah. know it's actually really good advice, you're like, "Yo, you know what? I'm gonna take it." Yeah. Because now you understand. Now we're growing up, and now we're seeing the reality of it. Mm-hmm. And your parents will be like, "Save your money." Satan and be like, ah, it's fine. Don't, don't spend it on women. Right. And now it's like you see what it this is. Guy. <laughs> That's why. So now, exactly. Now you see what it is, and, and now you're wise. Now you're wiser. You're, yeah. you're understanding. You're growing. Right. So like, when people that are in a position or are in a passion or living their dream that that you want to do, right? Obviously, there are things you filter because your path is going to be different, right? Mm-hmm. But like, you take the advice that they're saying. Yeah. You listen to it because you're like, you know what? I can I can learn from their mistakes. Yeah. And I can I can you know, you will make mistakes, but learn from their mistakes so that you don't make the same mistakes. Yeah. yeah. You know? And that's that's good to know. That's yes. life lessons. It is. I do want to talk about Eddie's journey. 
Um, we mentioned sports a little bit. Eddie played football. And I want you to take us through that journey and what happened through throughout that journey. All right. So um, I played football for more than 10 years. So I started at Pop Warner. You know how Pop Warner is. Played for a township. Played for North Brunswick. Started at, P- I started at Mighty Mites. And after that, it's like Pee Wee. No, junior Pee Wee, then Pee Wee. Mm-hmm. And it's like it goes up in there. And then um, I didn't play for the middle school because I felt like I, I thought like the middle school wasn't good, so I was like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna skip that part. And then I went to uh, went straight into high school. So basically, you know, freshman year it's cool. I think fr- I think sophomore year I broke my arm. So mm. sophomore year I broke my arm, and then like right after I broke my arm, I came back, broke my pinky. I was like, okay, this is wow. this, this game's kind of kind of kind of intense. And then junior year. No, it was no. So junior year, I sprained my ankle. I had like a what, what do they call it when you're a contusion. Mm. So oh. I sprained my ankle, and then um, and then senior year, you know, I think it was my our second game in in the season. I tore everything in my leg, tore my ACL, MCL, tore everything, and I damaged a major nerve of my foot. How how did that happen? How did that? Um. So it was I was playing against Edison. I was running the ball. Some uh, this big dude jumped on my back. And my whole entire knee bent in, so like I, you, I, I knew I tore everything in my leg because like you can feel like the actual ripping of your Ooh. of your ligaments. So I tore everything in my leg, and then um, I had a major nerve injury. So basically, what I had was uh, I had dropped for for about like two three years. Yeah. So basically, drop foot is like you're walking on a high step. It's almost like your foot is dangling the whole entire time, and it's like you're trying to pick it up and you keep dropping. Right. So I had I had uh, drop, I had um, I was walking like that for almost like. I want to say like two years. Yeah, I think even to I this remember. day, I still don't feel like the like the like Perfect. my shin, my shin. I don't really feel like feeling in my shin. Wow. Yeah. Now what? Damn, man. I remember. I remember that too. That was that was like that was yeah. brutal. It was very. It's crazy because like I think like I've been telling everybody like I think like the last two years before then I was like yo that's my bit like I think that's when like ACLs were really starting to like I wouldn't say like. Like be a trend, but everybody was really tearing them. I was like, "Guys, oh, my yeah. biggest fear." Like I seen people like jump up playing basketball, just rip their ACL. Like, yeah. And it's like I don't know. Did yeah. did um, dang, bro. Did what position did you play? First of all, so everybody knows. Okay, so I played. So I played a lot of positions. They had me a receiver, cornerback. Uh, I even played quarterback sometimes. But my main position was running back and corner. So um, so that happened. Playing running back. Playing running back. Yeah. Man. And the guy, you, were you out of, they took you out of the game right away? When yeah. So uh, when I got hurt, um, they called the ambulance and then took me straight up, took straight over to the hospital. And I had to call my parents. And then, like, that's when I knew, like, it was bad. I, like, at first I was like, all right, maybe I just broke my leg or something. I'm like, all right, maybe I can get past this. But then they started doing, like, a test. And, like, like my knee was so swollen, they had to put a, a, a needle in and drain all the fluid oh, out. Oh, man. And then they had to crack my knee back in place. So I was like, yeah, this is, this is pretty serious. Yeah. I was at the hospital for like a week and a half. I'm like, yo, like, it's probably the longest I've been in the hospital. Yeah. So, like, you know, after that, I was like, yeah. Like, I think that's when I gave up football. That's really when I gave up football. So, so we, what was going through your head during bro, those moments? Like, I don't think, I don't, people don't know, man, bro. Those, those years, I was depressed. Like, um, like, I don't know if people know, but I was taking like oxycodone. Like, the, yeah, like they gave me like they prescribe you pills when you're on when you get when you get an injury. Like, right. sometimes it's perks, sometimes it's oxys. 
It's like I was like, like it'd be where I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have pain, but I was like, all right, let me just, let me just take one. Maybe I feel a little better. Right. I was just taking that, taking it over again and over again. But yeah, I was getting really depressed, man. Man, did did that? Man, it's, it's getting deep, man. I never yeah, bro. knew that, bro. Man, bro, I was yeah. depressed, bro. Like I, like I was at the lowest point in my entire would you, life. Would you feel like the Percocets and the oxys kind of like formed the depression? Or like an addiction I wouldn't say started, def- or I wouldn't say it. I didn't have an. Ad- I wouldn't say it's an addiction, but I was like, mm-hmm. like you know, when you like when you were like at the like the best point in your life, and right. it's like everything cuts off. It's like, yeah. bro, you were really, really. Eddie was really, really good. Yeah, man. But yeah. Really, did you feel like um, like you had a vision, like okay, like the football is gonna take me? Yeah, like that same week, I had so many meetings and stuff I was supposed to go through, but you know, after that, you get an injury. It's like. Yeah. Where you like you can't really do much, right. like unless you're like in the NFL, you get an injury. It's like they can work on that. You got all those expensive doctors, but right. you know it's high school, so <sighs> yeah, bro. Stress, a very stressful point in my life, man. How how do you do? You have anything you want to ask? How did you bounce back from that? Uh, I don't know, man. Like like, I think I just took it a, a day at a time, bro. Like like, cause you know tearing like 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 I said, like playing a sport and then like. You know, being at a high point and just dropping, and it's like right. you're singing. You're, I'm singing in, in bed rest for almost a year. Like, I have to relearn how to walk again, and it's like, yeah, man. I don't think people understand how. Important. And it's like my senior year, bro, of, of high school. That's yeah. like that's like the most. Like, I don't know if you guys know, but when you play a sport, you have junior year and your senior year. Your senior year is like the is like where you want to show everything. Like, right. you wanna, that's when the college coaches come. Like when you want to show like you can you're good at the sport, right? Right. And like you know, I, I was I was having a great game. I, I think I had like 350 yards. I, I'll never forget 350 yards rushing, and then I had three touchdowns in the first quarter, and wow. then I got injured second. I got injured at the beginning of the second quarter, so you can only imagine how that game would have went. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, man. He was cooking them. <laughs> it was Eddie was very very good. If you if you guys didn't know, I mean, I, I had the privilege of watching him play. And he was very, very good. And um, he wasn't this big, though. I'll tell you guys that. Oh, he transformed. I was like a kid with like 110 pounds. He took all that anger in the weight room. Yeah. On the weights. Yeah, he got big. (laughs) And he got big. But like, um, how do you feel now with like the, you know, you mentioned like depression and stuff like that. How do you feel now? I feel better, man. Like, and I tell everybody, like, if you ever feel like you're depressed, talk to somebody. Like, that's one thing I didn't do. I didn't talk to nobody. You know, I just try to battle on my own. But if you feel depressed, talk to somebody. Mm. It's there's always somebody that want to listen. Always somebody that wants to hear your your problems. Like, you may not think like, all right, I'm just another burden to them. You're not. Bro. Like, you just talk to somebody, and that can go a long way. That's very important. Is there? Um there's a number for that i'm gonna put it right yeah there. you definitely put that number I'm there gonna put that right the there line. yeah man um you feel i feel like you want to say something i feel like you know you know especially being in this country thank you for, real quick sorry thank you for sharing that i Abby, appreciate it I, I feel like especially being in this country you know like you know i feel like you know in life you know just you you come in the crossroads it's it's inevitable you know, I feel like everybody has this moment where, like, you know, you're running high on life and then everything just crumbles down in the moment. You know, you know, there's a, there's an even Stevens quote, actually, you know. It's the like, Disney Channel? Yes. <laughs> there's like, you know, the janitor was like, you know, anyone can make a mess, but it takes a real man to clean up his mess. 
you know. Mm. But not it's not even just in that sense, but it's also like in the sense of like how does memory. he remember this? Though? I always Jeez. remember there's a lot of things that stick with me, you know. And another life quote I have is, you know, there is nothing in this world you can't do without being one persistent. Mm-hmm. But also you gotta be consistent with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Did Persistency. Denzel Washington say that? No, okay. no. Persistency <laughs> and consistency. Yeah, there's nothing you can't do in this world. You know, that's why, like, you know, when you hit that moment, you know, when everything crumbles down, it's okay. You know, it's okay to be depressed. You know, that's the yeah. thing, though. People don't understand that. You know, like, you know, the, they say, like, you know, like, I wouldn't say the it's okay to be depressed. I'll say maybe it's okay to be sad. It's okay, yeah, it's okay to feel it's like you're, you're low. It's normal. It's, it's normal. It's normal. Like yeah. it's okay to feel your emotions. Like yeah. having a midlife crisis. Everybody yeah. has like a midlife crisis. You know, it's okay. You know, it's okay, and natural, that's fine. Yeah, you natural. can, you you know, you can, whatever, whatever. You can take your time with it. But one thing for sure is you can't let that low energy engulf the rest of your path. Come on. Yeah. I just had to. You you know, you really can't. Yeah. You know, and sometimes, you know, we're human beings. We need people, bro. That's a fact. We yeah, need people. You know, you Having need that one person thing, to, yeah. like, just give you that little push. Maybe it's that person you met at Starbucks that, you know, gave you, like, that, hello, how are you doing today? You know, that yeah. just brings, you know, you need that little sense of push, you know. To keep you going. To keep, keep going. going. You know, wake up one day, go on a run, you know. Wake up another day, go on a run. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't feel like doing it? Still go, you and know. I, and I and back to like being like, um, yeah, like talking about people. I feel like also in that is like being kind to people. Yeah, right. Being being nice to people. Yes, you know, you never know what anybody's dealing with. You don't know and what that's they're very going true. through. You know, you know, and that's why like I they feel like you can meet. Like imagine uh, one, one day you open the door for somebody. He's a billionaire. Oh, let me give you a job. Right. No, you, 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 never, you never know never who know. you can meet, man. Right. And the thing about it is that you know. One thing I say now, that now, now, I have one thing. So this, so you know Jamie. Everybody knows Jamie. Yeah. Yes. So one day he, um, I think he was driving by and he seen these kids um, outside, like you know, a lemonade stand. He went out and gave him two hundred fifty dollars. Wow. Turns around, so he he does detailing. I don't know if you guys want to follow him. Yeah. No limit auto detailing. He's gonna be. I want to have him on the podcast. And yeah. Him and then yeah. Garrett and, and tell him about how, how he started his whole business. Right. But yeah. Right. So basically, basically he um he has a, a detailing business. So um he gave the kids two hundred fifty dollars. It turns back around that. The guy, like the the parents, they have like their own business as well. So they turned back around and gave him like a, a billion clients. So now he's getting like residual income just because wow. of that. So that one good deed goes a long way, man. Wow. It really does. It goes a long you know, way. It really does. There's sometimes there's moments where like, you know, you just hear a voice and you just do it. Yeah. You know, I you call know, that follow your gut. I call that the Holy Spirit. You know, Sorry. always follow your gut. And it's not about how much money you spend or how much money you give out. It's it's the kindness in your heart that that you do it for, you know. Yeah, yeah, and you know, yeah, and you don't want to always um, do it for like or like. Oh, you only have your phone. phone is out, you know. Do it like, and he would even do it with no phones out, man. That's yeah, the crazy part, see? bro. And that's like he did it out of kindness of his heart, genuine. You know, that's when you gotta live life with integrity, and you always gotta kill them with kindness. Yeah, that is, hey, I should put a count of how many times. <laughs> How many times? That should be that should be a title line. You know, live life with integrity. integrity. You know, live life. You know, live life to your own truth. I feel like that just really hit the reality of you your know, life. Did that? I, no, did that I, really just? I feel like it did. You know, because in a sense, like you know, 
I don't know. Like, I feel like, you know, sometimes, like, you know, you, you know, like, you know, like, personally, like, I'm like, ah, like, I don't want to do this. You know, I don't, I don't feel like it, you know. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, like, you know, like, like I said, like, cleaning. Like, I'll clean it, and then that little piece, I'm like, ah, fuck it. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. You know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Or half-ass do this shit, uh-huh. you know. Like, people, sometimes, like, you really just got to slow down. Like, yeah. not just slow down in the sense of slow down mentally. You know, mm-hmm. slow down and be more mindful. You will realize how much a, more aware that you, you're not seeing, mm-hmm. you know? I want to piggyback off of that, yeah. man. Um, for me, yours is integrity. We can tell. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but for me, is it was um, from what you're saying is slowing down, right? Yeah. Is like being appreciative and, and, and being thankful. Mm-hmm. Um, Denzel Washington said, um, being an attitude of gratitude is what he called it, right? Mm-hmm. Being grateful and having gratitude in your life about the, even Always. the smallest, smallest things, right? Like, you know, being thankful you come in and, and you know, every, you're healthy, right? You, you leave the house, you're healthy, you have, you have um, food on, on the table, right? You have people that care about you have people that that love you you know all these little 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 things that we sometimes bypass and we're not thankful for yeah you know and having an attitude of gratitude will take you a a long way i want to ask eddie because you got you got integrity right this mr integrity (laughs) um gratitude what is something that like really in Mm. in these past few years or like you know it's patience. I'm, I'm, well, I'm trying to learn patience. Mm. You know? It's just what the whole aspect of life. So, like, you know, like, I, like, I feel like my life hasn't started yet. Yeah. So I, you know, everybody knows I want to become a police officer, but that's a process. So it's like, one day I apply, and it's like I'm waiting months to hear back from them. It's like, all right, maybe they don't want me. But like, I feel like, like in life, you got to be patient. Like, you're, it, it comes to you. You know what I mean? So like, like every single day I'm, I'm making a call. Oh my gosh, yo, let's see if I can get this job. Let's see if I can get this job. I'm like, all right, let me let me just take a step back and actually sit there and think like, okay, maybe maybe I gotta take my time and see w- what really happens. Right. Trust yeah. the process. Trust and, the process. And, and, Patience. And thank God for the moments that you know, you you took the opportunity, but they but they weren't for it, right? Yeah. God has a reason, right? God has a purpose for it. If if it's not meant to be, then it it's not that time, right? Mm-hmm. God knows He has an appointed time for our our for um opportunities our lives right he he directs the course of our life right yeah so think think be be thankful for those moments yeah. you know sometimes you know it's easy to because i get what you're saying man and I, i'm sure you can relate too it's easy to be like dang you know i really wanted this one you know or yeah. like i really wanted that one but it's okay it's okay you there know? may be something bigger that you you don't even see or even visualize right. yet right you know you know like um it's a good podcast, a little clip I saw. It's like sometimes we're like, man, God's doing it here, here for this person, or like he's doing it for that person. But be thankful when God's in the neighborhood, man. He come knocking at your door. Yeah. You know, he's in the neighborhood. He's right around the corner. He's right you know? there. Right. So, you know, we're seeing things and sometimes opportunities pass us by. But, you know. That's how people build envy, bro. Mm. A lot of people see like, all right, they say like, oh, he has a nice car. And why, why is my car not nice? Right. So that's like that's, that's another thing with materialistic things. Mm-hmm. Never want to compare yourself to Never. anybody. You always want to be yourself. Bro. You always, like, it goes back to it. Integrity, man. Integrity. This guy. <laughs> this guy. That's what it goes back to. Always. You know, 
<laughs> Following your path. That's always. It. You know, doing everything with integrity. Because you never know, you might get that better car. Yeah, that's true. You know? that's true. And another thing I always say, you know, a good quote, you know, simple quote, kill them with kindness. You know, sometimes, like you said, you don't know what people may be going through, right. you know, but you can't let that moment, you know, that moment of negative energy coming from somebody else engulf yours, mm-hmm. you know, because when you radiate that positive energy, you know, you overwhelm that person's energy so much yeah, that they wouldn't of, even want to mess with you. You're talking Bible without even you know scriptures yeah. here. You know what the um the Bible says about that? What it says, you know, we, we all know Jesus says, Love your enemies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and so there is um a, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna butcher it, but I'm not gonna get it all quote, right? That's fine. Jesus Jesus said that um be kind to your enemies, right? Be good to those that are, you know, not kind mm-hmm. to you. Because when they're mean to you and you're kind to them, the Bible says it's like you're heaping like burning coals on top of their heads. They're like, mm, like why is this person being so nice yeah. to me? And I'm, you know, they're over here trying to bring you down. And yeah. you're just you're just being so kind, so loving to them. Man, that changes somebody's heart. That changes. Yeah. Because in it's a sense. Because you can literally see something. Like sometimes when, like that, the, the actual aspect of that actually happening. Literally. You, you could like talk to somebody and you know, you, could, you know they're mad. But mm-hmm. you, you're slowly making them not more <laughs> not mad anymore. It's like. Right. They're sitting there like, oh my gosh, is he really not making me mad no more? <laughs> because the, the negative energy yeah. and another negative energy, you know, is just going to build up. You know, mm-hmm. when someone's having a bad day or like whatever, whatever, you know, like even like in, in a sense like driving, right? Yeah. You have a moment driving where somebody has a little road rage. You respond back with road rage. Guilty. You know, <laughs> now it's going back and forth and you never know. You, there might be a car accident or like mm. something bigger will build up. Why would you let that little moment define your life? Right, right. You know, you're what? not your moments. Mm. Good. You're not your moments. Ooh, you uh, that was a good one. That was a good on. one. Give it here. I like that one. I like not that. Your I like that. You know, um, to go back off of that, there's a crazy thing that happened recently. I think it was a woman that got into a divorce. She was a got. She was divorced with her husband, and she she was a doctor or a nurse, traveling. Oh nurse. yes, I seen that. One. Yes. I seen yeah. That one. Yes, yes, yes. And she was just speeding. I don't know if she was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. intoxicated. Oh, my God. I don't know if was she intoxicated. That's so sad. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So then That's she was so drunk. sad. But, but, you, but going, yeah. So she, like going, and she was trying to commit suicide. And, she, and the crazy part is she didn't kill herself. Like she killed several others. Oh, man. All because that one thing that happened right. in her life. Right. Going back to that. You know, that one that one barrier that happened in her life you know, that she tried to jump over. But. And now, you know what? She, might, she could have been an amazing pe- person. You know, mm-hmm. but now she probably will, was a great nurse. Now we will always define her for that moment. Exactly. You know, for that moment. You know, so you can't let a certain moment that happens define your who whole you life. Are. You know, yeah. you got to be bigger than that. Yeah. You know, that's why you and always got to look at this. She yeah. ruined her entire life because of one moment. Huh. And, and it's sad. It's you know, so sad. Go, going. Um, I love, I love everything we're talking about. Like the Bible is just, it just breaks it all out. You know, like, yeah. for example, Jesus was like the Beatitudes, right? Um, not, I don't know Beatitudes. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's talking about, specifically, let me give an example. Okay. 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 Def- define it the way it right, makes sense to exactly. you. Exactly. So okay. when you're angry, right? Jesus said like, 
if you're angry, it's like you hate your brother, right? And you could be like, oh, like, why do I, like, I know mm-hmm. I'm just mad, right? But, mm-hmm. like, that little anger grows into what? Oh, Jesus said it's murder, right? That if you hate somebody, it's like you committed murder. Yeah. Because what's the end result of being mad? Killing somebody. Yeah. That's the, that's the max level, right? Yeah. So Jesus is basically saying, if you're mad at somebody, it's like you committed murder because you started from the little seed that becomes this big tree called murder Mm -hmm. right so even if you go back to like um lust right Mm -hmm. you lust for a woman or you lust for a material item right if for example you can't get that material item and you're lusting for it so bad right i want this shoe right i want this (laughs) shoe so bad but i have no means of getting it what do you think is gonna happen Turn to alternatives. Yeah, you you're get, stealing, yeah. robbing. Right. Exactly, you're gonna do whatever you want to get. But like, that's why we gotta see things at the root and cut it. Yeah. Before it even begins, it's not yeah. worth it. Yeah, it's it not. really is not worth it. And that's what I say. Like you know, I feel like as human beings, we're all guilty of this. You know, and I try to be better. Like this is why I'm saying like I want to be the best human being I know I can be. You know. There I are think, moments. I think you're awesome, Fifi. Thank you. Yeah, cool dude. Man. Thank you. I feel like there are moments where, like, you know, you're angry, or like, you know, you have an angry moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now you're having a bad day, and now, like, you know, you go out into the world, you go out onto other people, and you're, and you're just anger. bringing it out, and you're projecting it on other people. Yeah. You know, right. projecting on other people, you're causing that negative energy. You're ruining someone else's day. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? All because you're angry. All because of you're angry. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you don't know what that other person, that energy you're building. Yeah, it, you, it, you don't know if that was their breaking point. You no, know, you don't Yo. know. Like you really. One don't day know. you wake up and you're angry. You go up to one person like, oh, I, I want to kill myself. And then that anger that you brought onto them, that that, that, that can be it right there. Right. You know. That's oh, why, like, that's you know, crazy. I feel like you always got to be optimistic, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, like, no matter what you're going through, no matter how upset you are, when you're with other people, you shouldn't radiate negative energy towards them. You can feel, you know, you can, you know what I mean? You can feel bad, you know, you can be angry, you can, like, you know, but don't project your problems onto other people, you know. Yeah. Don't project. But then again, it's like we can't talk for a perfect society. You know? You know? Yeah. It's and, like and we're, we're talking for one another, but it's like the world's not it's perfect. It's fine. Bro. But you just got to be aware. As, mm. long as, as long as like you see your intentions needs to match your actions. Mm. You know? You feel me? Your intentions need to match your yeah, actions. He's got it. You know? And that's why like, you know, when your intentions matches your actions, you will live life in a way all good things will happen. Like, you know, you'll just bring positive energy to your life naturally, mm-hmm. you know. Now you become the light that other people look at, you know. I'm going to turn to a Bible. <laughs> All things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. God is love, right? God is love. And the number one thing that God said, the number one command, love your neighbor as yourself. That's a fact. And second, most important, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, right? All, all your heart, soul, mind, strength, right? Yeah. But number one, love your neighbor as yourself. We're talking about people here, right? Yeah. God is God is love. Yeah. So you love people. Mm-hmm. It goes back to that quote, that, um, that, that scripture that I said, Romans chapter 8, verse 28, for all things work together for the good of those who love 
God and are called according to the purpose. If you love the Lord and you know that God is love, you begin to become that nature. Mm. And, and like I said, all that you are is emanating love, the love of God towards people, towards your enemies, towards people that, that you know, ha have the worst things to say about you. You're loving them. And I want to piggyback on that to something I said earlier in the podcast. If you're searching for God, look towards yourself. Look within. You feel me? Look within your heart. You know, live your truth. Live life your truth. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And have integrity in everything you do. You feel me? Like I, wanna, I said. I want to, yeah, I, I, I agree. And um, I want to add to that too. Because yeah. I feel like also as humans though, we sometimes think we know what, what, what is right, but we ultimately don't. Ego. That's why we, we get ourselves in trouble. Trial and error. You know? Yeah. So, right. Yeah. So, like, it's good to look within ourselves, but that's why I go back to looking at the, the creator, right? Mm -hmm. Because you can look at yourself, but you don't know tomorrow. You don't know what's, what's happening. That's right? why you need to live your truth because you don't know when your inspiration day is coming. What does that mean, live, live your truth? Live your truth as in like live life with integrity. Like literally, like literally. <laughs> yeah. literally. So I, that was I, fucking saying. Now, I'm just saying integrity. now let me explain it. <laughs> let me explain live your truth, right? Your intentions need to match your actions. You can, okay, you so can, that's, okay, you I, know, you can have, you, you can have like good intentions, you know, maybe like I'm like, oh, like I want to like, do this, do that, you know, I got to walk that path. I got to like, I, it can't be up in my head, you know, it needs to translate into my actions. I can't just talk the talk. I got to walk the walk, Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you do things that are like within your heart mm -hmm. and you bring it out into the world, you bring it in a practical sense, you bring it towards other people, you know? It's genuine. It's, it's genuine. Be right. genuine, you know? Yeah. Being genuine with people, being genuine with yourself respecting yourself it starts with you yeah once you do that you become the light people see that without you you saying anything mm -hmm. that's, that's literally like it's uh i don't know you know nelson that we work with him? uh yeah bro that like it's, i i only i only met the kids probably like i want to say like a month now mm -hmm. the dude is great bro it's like every single day his energy is like 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 he wasn't here for a whole week everybody's right. like yo where's nelson at where's right. nelson at but it's like that kind of energy bro the dude yeah, comes yeah. in every single day you're a goat man you're a legend like 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 wow. Every single day, bro. So like wow. that energy is like always high. So positive and, and that's every the thing, single though. day. And people so acknowledge that. People yeah. see that, bro. You know, the girl today was like, "Where's Nelson now?" Like, like, and, and I'm like, she's like, oh, he took his, his nursing test. Like, he's right. gonna be a great nurse because wow. he's gonna be a person like if someone's down. They're gonna, oh, he's gonna try to make them feel better. Right. Like that's that's what you need in this world. Man. You see, that's Nelson's a great path, person. Man. You know, that's Nelson's path, and Nelson is living life to his own truth. Shout out to you, Nelson. Shout out to Nelson SGS. You got, you got, to, <laughs> yeah, you got, you got to show up the podcast. <laughs> love though. I want to share uh, you guys your thoughts, whatever is on your heart. With everything that we talked about, I always leave room for whatever is on your heart, whatever you guys want to say to anybody that's listening to this podcast. Um, Eddie, what is on your heart that you have to say to anybody that's listening to this podcast? Um, I would say if you're ever depressed, you ever feel like you're low, Talk to somebody. Having friends, having loved ones around, it always goes a long way. So if you ever feel like you're low, even even if you want to talk to me, hey man, I, I can out hear your problems. If you right. want to talk to somebody, just talk to somebody. Let them know how you feel, and you know, it goes a long way. Another thing is having patience, man. Patience as life goes a long way, and I 
I've had mad trials and errors, learning patience, but you know, I'm slowly getting it. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you, bro. Fifi, anything uh, you want to say to anybody that's look, besides I'm gonna, integrity? I'm gonna list a couple quotes. You know. Go for it. The first quote: "With persistency and consistency, there's nothing in this world you can't do." Again, there is nothing in this world you cannot do. You can do anything, and you can be the best. You know, as long as you're persistent and you're consistent, and you really truly believe that, which goes into living life with integrity. Mm-hmm. You know, live life, do all things with integrity. You feel me? Live your truth. You know, live your truth, and radiate that energy towards the world. And good things will happen. Your purpose will happen. You know, you shall receive all the fruits you deserve. But it's okay. During that journey, you may have your moments. Mm. But do not let that negative energy engulf your mindset. Do not stray away from your path. You know, do not radiate negative energy towards other people. Do not project it on other people. You are not your moments. You are not your moments. That's all. Listen, thank you guys for coming on the podcast. I appreciate you no both. Doubt, man. I, love I appreciate you, guys you so cousin. much. <laughs> yeah, these family. are my cousins right here. Yeah. It's family, family right here. Man, I appreciate you guys appreciate so much, you. you know. Love you guys. You know. Love you too, brother. Love you guys. We'll Peace. be back. We'll be back. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed that episode, make sure you subscribe for future episodes and feel free to rate and review. For more information and ways to support, check out our website at abreathwithbrefo.com.